Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Good afternoon to you, six minutes after one. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. If you've just joined us and if you've just tuned in, I'm with you all the way until three o'clock. My name is Pimelo Modene. Lots coming up on the show. The Men's Forum, the very popular Men's Forum is happening this afternoon and we're having a conversation about leaving the boy child behind. And that's a conversation that I think is going to get a lot of people talking and I, I, I'm also sure that there will be a lot of people who differ on the position that some of the panelists are going to take about uh, what about the boy child uh, as we elevate the girl child which is right to do what about the boys to the boy child have we not left the boy child behind and what is going to happen to that boy child come 10 15 years from now but a really big big um, uh, ruling has just uh, happened now uh, in fact we we've just got the the very latest on the equality courts ruling on the apartheid flag judge uh, Phineas Mujabilu has just said it is now going to be illegal to display the apartheid flag in South Africa and uh, it's a big it's a big day um, I don't know what you think about it really would like to take your calls and comments on this one on 891 I've asked um, advocate Sipo Mandula to join us who's a human rights lawyer to unpack really what this judgment means a very good afternoon advocate Mandula thank you very much for joining us all right. Okay, so we don't have advocate on the line yet. We are going to be taking your calls on 891 So when the judgment uh, was handed down, I mean, it was quite interesting when I was listening to some of the things that he was saying. He was speaking about the fact that um, what the Afri Forum was proposing, speaking about uh, the hate speech, the fact that a, a, a flag is not a speech. He, he was at pains to explain how if we... If if we narrowed down the term speech to language, we are very narrow in our outlook on the issue because um, he, he was at pains to explain the fact that what about the Constitution? Um, he was at pains to explain the, the, the Freedom Charter and the fact that you cannot only rely on what is a spoken word as something that is hate speech. You need to be able to dig deeper. You need to ask, ask yourselves what it is that this is provoking in people. And really, that is essentially what it is that he was trying to impress on all of us to say, think deeper, think beyond the word speech, meaning the word. What about all the other elements that comprise of, of how it lands on the people that are affected? And also impress on the fact that we have to remember, we have to remember what is it that this is meant to do. It's meant to protect those who who this kind of thing is inflicted upon. We do now have Advocate uh, Sipo Mandula back on the line with us. Good afternoon and thank you very much for joining us, Advocate. Good afternoon and thank you very much for joining us, Advocate Mandula. Afternoon, Pimelo, and even to the listeners. Uh, as we have said, this is a very uh, historic and a very uh, uh, critical moment at looking back at the history and the culture of this country. So, so, so the judge was was at pains to explain and try to unpack for us what exactly it meant when what what it means to mean hate speech. Just help us unpack that a little bit further. He went on to speak about the fact that this constitutionally is wrong. So, if this were to to land on the constitutional court, it would still fail because there are things that it talks to that the Afriform has not considered. That is correct, Mr. Pimel. I think Judge Mujapelo came out strong on using the word like gratuitous, you know, uh, that this flag, if 
it, one can assess it and, and, and level it. It is amounting to hate speech. And he, he went on to even link the Constitution and the Equality Act, you know, look at the Bill of Rights in terms of freedom of expression, as it was alleged by AFRI Forum, to be raising the issue that it might infringe constitutional rights around freedom of uh, expression. But when you look at the Nelson Mandela Foundation and the Human Rights Commission's uh, uh, argument, it was around the issue that it was full intention, it was, it was hit, I mean, it was harmful, it was uh, inciting harm. And even when you look at the history, remember that this case dates back to 2017, uh, actually for the sake of our listeners, you can pick up that this case was around a march that was waged by the African community, raising the issue around the farm killings. But marching through that flag, if you can look back, if it was a liberation movement flag during the early 90s, mm. our, our own communities would have been shot and killed. Mm. But what, what we did in this time, we were still tolerant, we still pursue legal a route to can uh, warn them and even say to them that our history was built on blood mm. of many sufferers, you know, female. And when you look at the e- equality cause, it has been going other way around recently. But now when we see the issue around the uh, national symbols of this country being um, vindicated, being protected, to be saying that the only flag that must be used must be the one of 1994, not the one that was replaced by the Union Jack and come this apartheid flag that it still, uh, one can say, that uh, reminds many survivors and victims of apartheid how they were brutally killed and tortured through this flag. Advocate, I'm going to ask calls to come through on 891 Maybe you'll take some of these calls because I don't know whether this is surprising, but it is surprising to me that in as much as, for instance, we had a conversation not so long ago about a group of young people who literally had the Reich um, as, as, as a, I don't know what they were doing, whether they understood it or not, when there was outcry about what that invokes. And, and many, many times where you have uh, symbols, for instance, or flags that cause outrage around the world, whether it is from the Holocaust or whatever, why is it that South Africans still don't understand that this is painful to see? You know, Fimel, I think what we are raising is very critical. When you look at back how the flag was adopted in, in almost 1927, you look back how the judge narrated with that story of just the timeline, 92 years ago, you had this flag. And I think people from South Africa, maybe what lagged after 1994, it's our Ministry of Art and Culture, should have embarked on that national uh, uh, symbols and explaining that your coat of arms, your national uh, uh, motto, your what we call the flag, they are very critical. Even if people like Fanon, when we go out of the of the script now, Pimelo, uh, it is that Fanon will say that you know the flags are the studio independence. What does the the flag mean to an African child? What does the flag mean to a struggling African who who doesn't have job? who is a poverty ghetto stricken, people who have been arrested for their political rights. But I think we've been lenient, to be honest, to the other race about the question of nation building, the question of African solidarity or what we can call social cohesion. I think we've been lenient and actually we've been seeing them insulting, critiquing us on many things, like the swearing of the words that they've been using, denying us access to national heritage sites, 
you know, using different words through media uh, as well, you know. But when you look at this one, I can assure you, Pimelo, my worry is that these flags will still be hanging in their walls somewhere and where they are gathering as the race. Mm. But it will still be an insult to an African child. I've got another question for you. I'm going to go quickly to Skumbuzo in Cape Town. Thanks for your patience, Skumbuzo. Thanks very much for joining us on the show. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you for calling, Skumbuzo. Yes. Um, it's just, uh, maybe I've got a few points. Mm. One, it's a very, very good thing that this this band has been put on this flag. Mm. That's one. Two, I think one of the things that has influenced is that uh, in 1994, President Mandela at the time, despite all the so-called military movements that were in the uh, uh, fighting against apartheid, now we're finding ourselves as a country as saying, look, are we not invoking these flags by still maintaining the military, uh, milit- um, veterans, leagues, and so forth, especially in the ruling party? So for me, I'm saying as much as it's a victory, we also have to look at the conduct of the, of, of, of the, of the military movements that were fighting apartheid. Uh, secondly, thirdly, and lastly, I think South Africa again, we need to tell our history very correctly. We haven't done it in our schools. Mm-hmm. That's why we'll be found as a lost nation. Thank you. Thanks very much. You know, uh, Advocate, I, I once went, and this is very recent, I once went to a restaurant in uh, Ardebies, and in the name of preserving culture, I was shocked. Inside the restaurant was the flag, right? And and I didn't really know how to respond, how to react, and so on. And and this was obviously in the name of culture. So part of what was happening in there, cook sisters, all sorts of other things were happening in the restaurant. And and it so you know it was sitting in there with pride and glee, so to speak. What's going to happen? from now on. So will that restaurant be allowed to put up that flag anymore or should they be putting it down from today? I think they'll have to put it down because what Judge said today, it, it was not actually a ban message. It was, yes. a, it was the prohibition in the public space. Mm. And in the private space, and I think what again we see it, it, it is private vis-a-vis private space and again it is others will say no, it will even belong to the museum. But the museum again, it is a public space. When you go to uh, Apartheid Museum, you go to Hector Peterson Museum, once you see that flag, it still resonates like the colors. You know, one thing that I think we have to be careful of even understanding the meaning of the colors and even the how it was constructed from the Union Jack, that the colonialism that other people still want to remind us back to. It is the same that we are seeing, my sister, that even people can even contest to be saying that uh, their language it is not even protected they can even go as far as international courts you know but i think what has been clear from this judgment it was to link this flag again around the issue of racial separation or oppression that this issue it is even dividing a nation that is still reeling from apartheid uh, past you know that i can think 25 years Pimelo, we still have a long way to go like you are saying the public uh, zones I, i think the issue of Tolerance, it is needed. But again, how do we replace them with our authentic African flags? You know, for me, it is that even as as a country, we must now go under another uh, advocacy and a promotion again in the public spaces to promote our national symbols beyond Heritage Month, beyond the Women's Month, and again, the young patriots. Who are the real young patriots in this country? Who has to be advocating? 
for these uh, national symbols. Mm. Let's go quickly to Njabula in Alberton. Thanks for calling Njabula. Hi. Hi, Pimelo. Thanks for the opportunity. Just a quick contribution, please. Yes, sir. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a bit of ambivalent to mm. the judgment, mm. and I'll tell you why. Mm. We sing this damn, guys. Come on. Mm-hmm. This is mixed messages. Mm-hmm. You can't on one mm-hmm. hand say mm-hmm. one symbol of apartheid, the flag, mm-hmm. is an issue. But then on the other side, every time you mm-hmm. celebrate your nationhood, you sing the mm-hmm. probably the second most prominent symbol of apartheid, the stem. So let me ask you this in Jabulo. As a country, at the time when we adopted the national anthem, yeah. it is kind of understood that there was consensus on the idea of singing the stem and as a nation there was this collaborative agreement to say this is where we're going had that been contested i think it would be a different conversation i think it was manufactured consent <laughs> you see now you see now complicated the truth is no but it's it's, it's, it's really it is my view yes my yes opinion yes. that people didn't know what they were agreeing to mm. because we gave the hand and the, not just the arm the whole body was taken mm. so now we find ourselves singing our I mean, I, I can't imagine a Jewish person singing the Nazi national anthem. Oh, I mean, really, that's how it makes me feel. Mm. So really, that's why I'm a bit ambivalent. I feel kind of like, you know, until we are really serious about who we are as a country, we're just playing games, you know. Wow. They'll probably appeal this thing and who knows where it's mm-hmm. going to go, mm-hmm. you know. But, but Advocate, isn't just that part of why law is so interesting? Because as Njabulo <laughs> says, well, we've had 25 years and in the 25 years we agreed to certain things. And in fact, now we he is saying, as an individual, maybe we should reconsider this, this agreement. Maybe not all of us knew what we were signing up for. Maybe it's time to revisit this thing. But that's exactly what the law is for. If anybody feels bereaved by the fact that we're singing the stem as part of our national anthem, this is exactly what we can do. Go to the courts and let's put the conversation back on the table. Pimelo, I do fully agree with you. Like you have said that at some point there were bottlenecks during Kodesa 1, Kodesa 2. And when you come to the aspect around national symbols, around culture, around um, heritage i can yes. i can tell you it, it was not an easy path and i think maybe i can challenge you guys from the uh, show there to, yeah. to to get people who are even drafters and even yeah. the negotiators of yeah. these national symbols mm. to can say what were they even comments even people who were sending their submissions remember mm. that this constitution was not only drafted by the current president and yes. the then Rolf Mayer, yeah. because there is this notion and narrative that people think the constitution of this country was only drafted two by people. the two. <laughs> but there were some comments from, yes. from, from ordinary people. But those pockets of comments dealt with that aspect that you are raising, Pimel, and to say that equality courts, again, our African communities have not been having access to. The Human Rights Commission, I think it was good for them to be a friend of the court by supporting the Nelson Mandela Foundation to can pursue this matter. But I think the one of the national anthem as well, it is even unfair to other African languages because you have only three to four languages, you know. But when you look, you, 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 we are talking of 11 official languages. Mm. But the issue of us going even to the original Nkosi you find that it has an impact in Tanzania, in Zambia, 
I think in most of, of Africa, yeah, most of yeah, African you countries. know, uh, at some point we have been speaking about our national anthem, but I think Njabulo, mm, what is raising it is the issue again of how do we petition Parliament, portfolio committee of arts and culture, of sports, arts and culture, now to debate these national symbols, to start to look even around the social cohesion motion, Pimelo, to say when we are having our national days, why is it important that we need to know our national anthem by heart? But at the same time, question some of the lines because they are still taking us back. Mm. The issue of the national flag as well, how do we even hoist it? When and how? You know, my sister, the issue of the indigenous people, our motto, in unity there is uh, in, I mean, in, in, in our diversity, you know, there is unity. But how have we been treating indigenous communities in this country? Well, I mean, the, the beauty, obviously, is that, you know, we are in a country where, in fact, we've seen many, many times where civil society has come together for a common cause and, and brought the conversation back on the table. I mean, I'm not saying that this is a, a conversation that's closed in Jabulo. I think if this is really at people's heart, we should maybe have this conversation to say, is it time to revisit what the national anthem means to many people? And I think it was not so long ago that I think the EFF raised the issue of the national anthem. Them. So maybe it's part of a conversation we need to have. Let's quickly go to Jan in Cape Town. Hello, Jan. Hello, Jan. Yeah. Hello, Jan. Hi. Hi, Jan. And Thanks for calling. And to your guest. Yes. First, I must say I'm an African speaking person, mm-hmm. but I don't support even the Africans version of the national anthem. Sure. I think one of the things you should, um, because that part that is singing there was, is often oppressed side. Mm-hmm that oppress the most passes black people. Mm. The other part around the flag, this thing must just be amended and that anybody, because uh, remember when we went to 94, mm. most of the things that we even have in the constitution that we called, they are so progressive worldwide, mm. was mm. things that we compromise. In any compromise, mm. there's no winner and loser. So mm. Some mm. things you win, some things you lose. Mm. So for the liberation movement, I think on behalf of us as black, many things, have been compromised. And nothing stopped the current democratic government led by ANC as a majority party and other parties to canvas and say, let's change the constitution to things that is wrong and that is still in oppressive nature towards black people. Because anybody that is still parading that old flag in the public does send one message that he or she is not in support of black people ruling itself as the majority in this country. And that's my view on this matter. Thanks very much for that, Jan. Rami in Atridgeville, thank you so much for calling. Hi. Hello, Rami. Hey, Rami from Atridgeville. Ma'am, I just wanted to ask. Yes. So these criminals that waves around the flag, where do we report them? And are they going to be arrested <laughs> on, on site? And so, <laughs> Advocate, just clarify it for me. My understanding is that this is not going to be a matter where people will be arrested. Maybe there will be a fine or something like that. Just clarify what that means. No, correct. Normally, the Equality Court, they, they will issue directives or orders that goes for a fine and punishment. But I, I will agree with the caller to say that you, there is that issue that you cannot even still put them in a public space. You can still report them to the police. You can still raise it as an, an equality matter that is already saying it is it is unlawful, it is even prohibited because the issue is that it is not that you are not allowed to own it, you know, but it, it must be in the private space. With I think this judgment again, it needs more, one can say, 
to be sharp and fair, though, in open mail, you can say that, how do we deal with it? Is it going to the museums? And even in the museum, is it still safe even to put it in the museum? Mm-hmm. But uh, I, can, I can say to the caller, the first issue is to say this is a really a judgment that will say to the people that you can still lodge a, a, not only criminal charges, yeah. but it's more of a equality matter. You know, you can take it to the Human Rights Commission as well to say, I've seen Area A or B uh, uh, hoisting that flag openly, you know. So I think it's a matter of making Human Rights Commission once more visible and active. All right, thanks very much so, for that. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, no, why don't they make it easy for us to politicians? Now we have to find the equality court there. Why is it even law? <laughs> and uh, social media, the, the Facebook pages and stuff like that. Why do you report these criminals? We need to start now. Is, 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 it, is social media not a public space advocate? No, no, it is. Most of the Human Rights Commission, there is a link of Human Rights Commission. They do monitor them. The Human Rights Commission, Equality Court, they do monitor it. But even other African pressure groups, you know, that have been uh, uh, pushing for these flags to be out of sight, you know, and even out of the sight of the uh, communities of this country. So I think it's a matter of even the police need to be workshopped about these issues, you know, Mr. Premier. I think it's a matter of even during Heritage Month, we need to even take the police on 101 on these national symbols, you know, to understand how some of them, as the judge have said, they have a meaning of, 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 of their apartheid history. And again, they have a meaning of hating even the young ones. Because I think the issue of even the children and even the artists has been coming out clear in this current judgment. But the issue of hate speech, this is what was the a key uh, underlying weight, that this is a hate speech and this amounts to even dividing this country further. R- Rami, I don't think you're going to see anyone in jail, unfortunately, <laughs> but it sounds like you know people who are hoisting the flag. I, I, I know these criminals, yeah. a lot of them. <laughs> but, but it's fine. My last contribution is I wonder why our African brothers love this flag so much because the British shield, maim, raped their wives and everything and only gave them a union check. I still don't understand why they love that flag so much, but they need to go to jail. Thank you. Thank you, Rami. I mean, you're, you're a parting shot, uh, advocate. Uh, it's quite an emotive one. I see lots of people who still want to add their voices to this. It is an emotive one. I suppose, you know, for me, part of the problem with this flag is that, you know, when people speak about the flag and, and how what this whole thing means to them, it, it paints many white people in the same brush, which is not true. And I think that's part of the problem, that it, it, it's, it's a distraction. While there are so many who don't agree with it, it takes a conversation back because actually I don't think many white people agree with it. There's just a handful of white people and it distracts the entire national agenda. Advocate Matula? I think for me, my my take will be that we are a nation that comes from a very difficult and painful past. And as we are building this country, these issues that come from equality court shapes our jurisprudence in universities, changes the mind of people, but it doesn't mean that we are not focusing on the, like you are saying, on the, on the bread and butter issues, the challenges of the current uh, issues that are challenging our people, either from issues of housing, electricity, corruption. But again, I think this is a very historic judgment that one can say that even there were no cost, you know, there was no an order of mm. cost, my sister, to show that it was not the issue of money, mm. but it, it was the issue of the soul and the mind and the thinking, the history and the heritage of this country that was under a question. And at the same time, reprimanding 
and even reminding those who are using these old symbols to bring hate speech and to even divide this country. So I think it is a matter of allowing even this nation to be in conversation. Others will even use the word conversation that we move away from con- con- even confiding in our corners, but to traverse, you know, to be, uh, to be, uh, one can say, openly engaging on this thing, but at the same time respecting each other's view, you know, Sister Pimelo, mm. and even respecting the human dignity of African people and the African child, because we are teaching the young people about our national symbols today, but you don't want them to be in the trap of going back to the old past, which is very, like I've said to you, very bad, barbaric, horrific. And at the same time, people never even went to the TRC. That's how sad it is in some instance that mm. others escape the uh, commission mm. that was supposed to be dealing with this atrocities of the past. Really appreciate the time you've given us, Advocate Sipo Mandula, and uh, this weighing in on the Equality Court's ruling on the apartheid flag. It is illegal. I don't think it's a criminal offence, but it is illegal. And that conversation will be ongoing right here on SAFM. It's now 1.30. Let's get the very latest in headlines with Uzile Sarko.